Hi, I'm Steve Westerly, and this is Beneficial Intelligence, a new weekly podcast with stories and pragmatic information for CIOs and other IT leaders. This week, gaming the metrics. Newton's third law says that when two objects interact, they will affect each other with equal and opposite force. When you push a car, the car pushes back at you. Same thing happens in business. So whenever an organization implements a system trying to push the employees in some direction, then the employees will implement an equal and opposite workaround that invalidates the system the organization tries to put in place. Now, this doesn't happen always, but it does happen when the organization is implementing a system that the employees feel is not in their best interest. We need to measure things. Measurement is a precondition for managing things. What gets measured gets managed. That means that it's important for a manager to know the productivity of a team, the cycle time in a process, the amount of waste in production. All of these things need to be measured. But the problem occurs when these measurements start being used to evaluate individuals and teams. Humans are very, very good at optimizing. We've had millennia of experience in this. We've optimized our effort. A Stone Age hunter-gatherer would optimize his effort. He would try to catch as much wildlife as possible with the least amount of effort. He would be able to optimize whether it made sense to spend more time sharpening his spear or more time hunting. The tribe would optimize whether it made sense to pack up all of their uh, few belongings and move to another place where there was more food. So we're good at optimizing. And when you give people something to optimize for, they will do so. Amazon is giving is has thousands and thousands of delivery drivers. So one part of Amazon wants to ensure that these drivers drive carefully. So they reflect well on Amazon and they're good uh, citizens in the world. So the the drivers are given a mobile phone app. So this app will track their driving. It uses the accelerometer inside the uh, phone to figure out if people are driving aggressively, if they're accelerating too fast, if they're braking too much, if they're taking sharp turns. So that's all well and good. That's one measure. And the drivers are ranked on their driving score and it will affect some bonuses. So the drivers will start to optimize for this, uh, this measure, for this driving measure. The problem is that another part of Amazon wants to optimize for package delivery. And the actual delivery vans are owned by small delivery companies, and they're being squeezed really hard by Amazon to deliver as many packages as possible in the shortest possible time. Which means that the delivery uh, companies 
have looked carefully at how this app works. And they figured out that it has to be active for at least two hours in a driving day. Which means that the delivery company will tell their drivers to start out using the app in the morning. Drive very carefully for two hours. Slow accelerations, nice easy braking, no sharp turns to maximize their driving score. And then when they've reached the minimum that they need for the driving metric, then turn off the app or put the, fo- put the phone in airplane mode or wrap the, uh, wrap the phone in several layers of blankets and put it on the, uh, on the passenger seat so it doesn't register the vibrations. And once you've disabled the app, effectively gotten rid of the driver score, then you can drive like the devil because you have deliveries to make. And for the last eight hours of this 10-hour driving day, then the delivery drivers, they will drive like hell to reach the other metric, the metric that their employer is pushing them to meet, the number of packages delivered. So Amazon is trying to balance these measures. They're trying to balance their measures, but they're failing. There is a British economist who has examined measures and how they're used. And what is known today as Goodhart's Law is a reformulation of something that he published in a paper. Goodhart's Law says when a measure is used as a target, it ceases to be a good measure. That's a parallel to the world of physics, where when you measure a system, then you affect it. And when you have a a measure for your processes, your productivity, and it's a target for someone, for an individual employee or for a team, then it's no longer a good measure. Or at least it's not a good measure on its own. Andy Grove, who was the CEO of Intel back when they were successful, had this idea of paired measures. He was actually very much into productivity, and that was part of why Intel was so successful. And in a paired measure, you have one metric that you want to optimize for, and you find an opposite measure, so you make sure that you're not moving in an unwanted direction. So you don't want to have to measure um, other customer, other customers happy. If you ask in, in a store, in a retail store, are the customers happy? Then that would be easy to achieve if you had no customers or if you had only one customer. What you want is to have a, a profit measure and a happiness measure. Those two can balance each other out. If you don't have a counterbalancing measure, if you don't have paired measures, you end up with the way that much IT support works. For some reason in IT support, many organizations implement the measure, uh, the time the supporter spends talking to the client. That gives you this feeling as a customer that 
you have a problem. You, but it feels like you're playing baseball. You throw the problem at the uh, support, and support is ready with a bat, sending it back right back to you, with very little thought, with just a request for more information, or say, or an irrelevant link to documentation, because then the supporter has gamed his or her measure. The supporter has done what it, what was being measured. And unless you have a paired measure, something like number of requests resolved in the first interaction or customer satisfaction, then you're seeing the supporters gaming the measures. This example of paired measures um, is illustrated very well with this uh, generic mission statement for a startup. So I forgot where I read it, somewhere on the internet, but the mission statement sounds, one, we're going to have a lot of fun. Two, we're going to make a lot of money. Three, we're not going to make so much money that we won't have a lot of fun. And four, we're not going to have so much fun that we won't make a lot of money. Paired measures will ensure that your employees don't run off in an unwanted direction. What you need as an IT leader is to make sure that your measures are properly balanced. Because if you have one-sided measures without a counterbalance, then you can be sure that people will gain the metrics. Thank you for listening to Beneficial Intelligence, a weekly podcast with stories and pragmatic information for CIOs and other IT leaders. If you like the content, please spread the word. If you have comments, please get in touch. My contact information is in the show notes. See you next week.